you're okay with going to Lambeau Field in the playoffs because boy, I am not. Ben's overcooked. Take him out the oven. I was going to say, you know those shirts that people get at places that say, I survived whatever? You need one that says, I survived Jameis. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It is once again Thursday morning, and the Expansion Buddies are here to have coffee with you. Uh, we appreciate listening every week. And for this wonderful April 1st, happy April Fool's Day, everybody. I am... Justin Wright, and I am joined by my co-host, Jared Miller. How are you doing today, Jared? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Two things, though. I, I we We're supposed to be having coffee with the people. I just have a 7-Up right now. I, I have a Coke, so, so pretend we, that's coffee. God, not we even, didn't need to tell them that. They don't know that we're not drinking true, coffee. True, Okay, fair um, enough. Everybody, I just I blew on my coffee to cool it down. I don't <laughs> drink coffee. Is that something you do with coffee? Uh, I guess so, yeah. And then the other thing is, uh, I... I, Ooh, I guess, <laughs> I guess it's April Fool's Day. Uh, I do not like April Fool's Day because I can trust nothing of what I read. I know <laughs> we're gonna see some some BS tomorrow about like, um, Tom Brady signs a one day contract with every team so he can win the Super Bowl no matter what or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it'll be something that's worded just well enough where the headline might make you believe it for half a second. Yeah. So that's why, uh, as far as I'm concerned, Thursday is March 32nd, and then Friday will still be April 2nd. Uh, no, we are here on Thursday, and today, this Thursday, is one of my favorite days of the entire calendar year. Do you know why? Uh, I think I know, but I want to make sure. Why, Jerry? Uh, it's opening day for baseball. Woohoo! I am so excited, and my hopes for the Mariners are unrealistically through the roof again. And this will soon be followed by my least favorite day of the year the day the Mariners get mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, which usually comes around July. Yes, much sooner than it should. Yep. So we have that to look forward to, I guess. <laughs> look forward to with heavy air quotes. Yeah, we wanted to talk about baseball, uh, at least for the first chunk of our show here this week, just because it is opening day, opening week for Major League Baseball. And we wanted to kind of give our predictions, who we think is going to be good, who we think is not going to be good. Uh, we kind of already spoiled one of those teams for you <laughs> and see who, uh, who our hot takes are in the world series yeah um <laughs> the mariners is our, our both jared and i are big mariners fans um and our hope every year is that they're good but our expectation is that they're not it's yeah it's been a very painful time. it's a hard existence it's it's a hard existence being a mariners fan uh although i i am convinced now this many years into my Mariners fandom that there is not a new way they can break my heart. <laughs> I feel like they've done it every way imaginable. So at least nothing will be a surprise. That's fair. At least, at least, you know, the pain now. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the way I was thinking, I, I was going to say too, like one of the things I always get to in the season is I have my MLB notifications turned on. So I, the app tells me every time, there's a score either way. And progressively as I get through the season, 
I will turn it from just lead changes to just game starts, and I will just turn it off eventually because it's, it's it gets bad sometimes. It's too depressing, man. You gotta, you can't. I don't have yeah. those on at all. I just yeah can't do it. Do, do you remember the one time, um, we were taking like cardboard from your garage to take in your cycle? Yep, I, I had my notifications on. Yeah, you know the exact story. It was just like a doorbell. Your phone was just ding 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 and every single time it was like the white socks just making this hell of a comeback yeah scoring and it got to the point where i was like didn't this guy already score i opened the thing they had rounded all their batters yeah they went in one inning (laughs) they went through the rotation in the in one inning yeah that was bad i remember that (laughs) that was yeah that was a tough day oh yikes um so the way i was thinking about doing this we could just kind of talk about like tiers of teams who we think are going to be good. Who we think are going to be kind of middle of the road. And then who we think are going to be uh, not so good. And then I have a kind of a playoff prediction and a world series prediction. I know it's way too early for that kind of stuff, but we like to do hot takes here. So why not? Sounds good to me. Excuse me. All right. Uh, I will start, I guess, since we're talking about the Mariners, we might as well talk about the, the lower tier teams in the league. I guess first uh, let's just, let's just get our boys out of the way right now. I see us finishing fourth in the division this year in the AL West. I hope I'm wrong, but I think we can at least beat Texas and get, get in front of them. The Rangers are uh, in full on rebuild mode right now. So. Yeah. I, I hope we're comfortably not the worst. I would like to see, you know, if we could finish kind of, where we did last year, middle of the pack, I'd be fairly happy with that. Yeah. And you know, uh, every stat or number or whatever we say in this show should have a little asterisk next to it because last year was a shortened season, of course. And at least a lot of my numbers are coming from last year. So we have to keep that into account, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Last year Mariners, I believe they finished fourth in the division. I'm kind of expecting the same again. We lost one of my favorite players on the team. Uh, D Gordon this off season, one of the fastest guys in the league, great at stealing bases. Also, he just loved the game. He was so fun to watch and he brought this energy to the team that I think is going to be sorely missed. So that's uh, not good, I guess. But what is good is that the Mariners president resigned earlier this winter uh, in light of some not okay things he said. And I think that is a good first step in revamping the front office, which has been a problem in Seattle for decades so at least that happened they do have some young talent i'm excited about like kyle lewis he had a great year last year uh again in only a shortened season but he had a 262 batting average and 11 home runs so he's someone to be excited about another kyle the veteran kyle kyle seager also coming back i'm excited for him too he's always been a cornerstone of the team probably will carry a lot of the offensive load again this year but overall we're just not we're not there enough to compete with teams like Oakland or Houston for the division yet. Yeah. I concur. I, I, I don't have any sort of analytical depth to agree or disagree. And yeah. That, uh, fair enough. I, I want Mariner to do good. <laughs> uh, me too. Me too. Well, we might start fast. We always seem to start fast. Yeah. And then we also flame out fast. Yeah. Um, as much as I hate to say it, the Astros 
still looked fairly powerful this last year, even though they're forced to play clean, they still played pretty darn good baseball. Yeah. Which is sad. They got to the division series. I believe if I remember correctly, they played the Yankees and the Yankees got the best of them. Cause it was one of the only times I'll ever root for the Yankees. Um, no, they oh, lost the Rays. They did. You're How right. How dare you disrespect Tampa Bay in my presence? I'm sorry. We'll get to Tampa Bay. They're an interesting team this year coming off that World Series berth. But, yeah, my bad. Houston played the Rays and lost. That's right. Um, yes. So I. It was close, though, because you look, um, you know, they didn't win by a lot. No, if I remember right, those games all individually were pretty close and the series was pretty close. Yeah, it was a 4-3 series. And I don't I don't remember any of the scores, but they were closer than I thought they were. I thought the Rays were going to blow them out and Houston made a comeback. Yeah. Cuz it, it was almost a series the Rays just almost didn't go. Yeah, yeah, that that series went to 7. I remember that. Uh that was the championship series, right? Right before the World Series. Yes, correct. That's right. All right. I was, I, I got, I'm back on track now. Uh, yeah. Speak. Cause the, the, one of the big jokes and memes of the time was that the Rays were going to choke just like the Tampa Bay lightning did. And it was going to be a whole thing. And Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay. It's all coming back to me now. Last baseball yeah. season was kind of a blur. So last this past year has been kind of a blur. True. So. True. Not just baseball, but you're right. Houston, I think is still kind of the top tier team in the division. Although yeah. I, I Oakland's right behind them. I, I think it's, they're going to go one, two in that order. And then really the angels are right behind them. Uh, Shohei Otani for Los Angeles in the first week of spring training, that dude threw hundred miles an hour on a pitch and he hit a 468 foot home run. <laughs> wow. He is a two way player and he's one of the most exciting players in baseball right now for the angels. They also still obviously have guys like Mike Trout. They got Dexter Fowler this off season from the Cubs too. Uh, pretty solid offensive player there. So I think really in our division, the Astros, the A's and the angels are all kind of right there. I think during the stretch of 162 game season, the Astros will uh, eke out those other two for the top spot, but really at least in my book, you can interchange those three anywhere in the AL West standings this year. Yeah, I think that'll, yeah, that could shuffle any order. Um, unfortunately, I think the Mariners and the Rangers are are the bottom of the bin there. Definitely, definitely. And let's hope the Rangers are the very bottom. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. Um, do we want to stay in the American League and talk about like, uh, do you want to do the Central next? Yeah, we can do the Central. Uh, I'll, I'll let you go first. Um, I think the top of the central is going to kind of stay the way it was last year. I think the twins are still going to be dominant. Um, but the central's kind of a, uh, they're, they're more or less that top, those top three teams are all fairly close with the twins, the Indians and the white Sox. the Royals aren't bad and the tigers aren't bad, but they're also not that great. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with you. This division is like one of the wildest ones and it like consistently seems to be in the league. Uh, I am going to disagree with you though. I have the Twins coming in second and I have the White Sox winning this thing this year. Oh, really? Yeah, I just, yeah. I like what this team has done. They are a young team full of a lot of talent. Uh, Jose Abreu 
He'll be playing first base for him again this year. He had 13 home runs last year, had a batting average of above 300, 317. Uh, And then the guy I'm really excited about is their shortstop, Tim Anderson. This dude also had an above 300 batting average last year at 322, had 10 home runs, but he's a very uh, outspoken guy. He came out earlier this year and predicted now that the White Sox were the best team in the entire league. Now, really? I, don't know, I don't know if I agree with that, but uh, they are, like I said, full of this young talent, this exciting mm-hmm. talent that's going to uh, fill the seats or at least as much as they can this year. But they also brought in Tony La Russa to be their manager after 35 years. Uh, he's back with the White Sox as their manager, which I think is crazy. So that's exciting. But I agree with you, too. The Twins are still very talented. Nelson Cruz is back on that team for his 17th season. Wow. Crazy. That's that's insane. (laughs) Yeah. uh, He'll be joined by Miguel Sano, too. Sano uh, had a crazy good year last year. 25 RBIs, 13 home runs. Uh, Cruz speaks for himself. One of the best power hitters this league has seen in a long time. Uh, the Twins are going to be right there. I have them second place. I have them being a wild card team in the American League. So I still think they're making the playoffs. Now, whether or not they can finally win a playoff game, that's going to be a discussion for a later date. But And then I have Cleveland coming in behind them. I still think they're in that tier above Kansas City and Detroit. Um, mm-hmm. Now, like in Detroit, you have A.J. Hinch as their manager now. You might know him for the cheating scandal from a couple years ago. Uh, I think Detroit's just desperate to get anything going, but Hey, they do have Miguel Cabrera, so they might have something, but Kansas city, it's kind of bleak for them too. I mean, they lost, uh, or they did get, excuse me, Andrew Bindentendi from the Red Sox this winter. But other than that, they didn't do anything this off season really. And it just, they don't seem to be building toward anything significant. So yeah. Yeah status if the status quo doesn't change they're gonna be stuck yeah and it's crazy to think that this was a team that what six years ago was in the world series won Mm -hmm. the world series against the mets and they've lost so much of that team uh it shows how i guess six years is a significant amount of time but things change fast it doesn't feel like that long ago the royals were really good yes but sometimes it just is how it goes team championship teams can only stay together for so long Yeah. And then as far as Cleveland goes, some off of the field stuff, uh, obviously this will be the last year they're known as the Indians. Yeah. And they announced earlier this week that they're banning all native American headdresses and face paint at games, which oh really, I hadn't heard that. Yeah. I think that was announced either Tuesday or Wednesday, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, change will be happening in Cleveland soon and positive change. So, Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, like, uh, we were pretty much in agreement on the AL Central. It's a wild division. Who knows how it's going to finish? But Yeah, and then you have the AL East, and let me tell you what. The Tampa Bay Rays, I think <laughs> I, I don't know that they're going to make it back the championship, but I think they're making a deep playoff push again because I think they, I think they, I think they're hungry. I think they're a hungry team. I think they are too. Uh, my only concern with them, and I have them going back to the playoffs too. I have them as the American League second wild card team, actually. Uh, but they did trade away Blake Snell, and that's kind of a head scratcher to me. He was their best pitcher, I thought, uh, and they traded him to the Padres. Lost him. They still have most of that roster though that went to the World Series. They're still obviously a very talented team. They've won, as you pointed out earlier. 
with their backs against the wall a lot of the time. So this is a team that knows how to get it done, but they are going to have to overcome the Yankees. And as much as I hate to say that, as much as I hate to say what I'm about to say, uh, I think the Yankees are going to win this division. I think the Yankees are going to win close to 100 games this year, maybe not quite, but in the high 90s. This is The Yankees are one of the best power-hitting teams in the whole league. And with guys like Aaron Judge, DJ LeMahieu, Luke Voigt, Gary Sanchez, I mean, this team is the roster stacked head to toe. And I, I mean, wish you d- wouldn't have had to say that, but you're you're completely right. The Yankees are, you know, beyond just being a power hitting team, they are just a perennial power team. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean they're in the playoffs every year. It seems like they have not been able to make it to the World Series since two thousand nine but uh they're perennial well, money can't solve all their problems no but they sure think they that it can and uh just a fun little fact about the guys i mentioned earlier lemayhu and voight at least uh both of them led the mlb last year in some major hitting categories lemayhu led in batting average with 364 voight led in home runs with 22 uh, all of that again for a shortened season but they they were on pace to just you know keep that up all season this is a team that's going to be really hard for tampa bay to overtake but it's not impossible either so uh you know i would love to see the rays win this division i would love to see the yankees miss out on the playoffs entirely but i just don't i i don't see that no i think you know toronto's not a bad team i think they are comfortably in the middle of this division but when you also have the red sox and the orioles who are going to be potentially middle, but most likely near the bottom. The Yankees can kind of just run rampant. Yeah. With this division. You know, there's some, Oh, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say the, the Rays are their biggest competition here. And I think the Rays are going to be good. I would, I, I really hope they win the division and they can overcome the Yankees again, but with a full length season, I I don't think it can happen. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, I think the most exciting team in this division, though, that you mentioned, Toronto. Uh, they brought in George Springer from the Astros this offseason. That helps their lineup. Mm-hmm. Talk about a team that has a lot of young talent, too. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., one of the brightest young players in this league. Uh, he's exciting to watch, and that dude can smack it out of the park. Uh, he he can punish a baseball. <laughs> That guy. Uh, and tell it to go sit in the corner and go to bed without dinner. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they. This is a team, remember, too, that had to deal with so much last year. They didn't get to play any of their games. Oh, my Toronto. word. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, so this is a team that's overcame a lot. Um, I, I see them finishing middle of this, this division. I see them coming in third. I have the Red Sox behind them at fourth. The Red Sox are – a team that a lot of people for some reason think is going to be sneaky good this year. I just don't see it. I mean, they've lost so much over the last couple seasons. They've obviously lost Mookie Betts to that, to the Dodgers and that huge deal. Like I mentioned earlier with the Royals, they lost Ben and They've lost so much. And yeah, they still do have guys like Xander Bogarts, I guess, but that's not going to be enough. I think to even compete well with the Yankees or the Rays and maybe not even the, uh, the Blue Jays. So I have them. Yeah. I have them in fourth. I think they're going to be maybe sneaky. Okay. But I, 
Yeah, I, I they're going to be very hard pressed to break out of that that fourth fifth place spot. Mm-hmm. I, I think I've got the Orioles in the fifth place spot. There, they've been pretty bad for quite some time as of late. Uh, they do have our former boy from the Mariners, Felix Hernandez, now. But as we both know, King Felix is a shell of his former self. Yeah, sadly, as far as pitching goes. So yeah. it's going to be a long summer in Baltimore again. I think. Yeah. I, fun, quick story about the Orioles. I asked my dad one time what his favorite baseball team was. At the time I was in middle school and I was like, I like the White Sox. I didn't know what I was saying. <laughs> my my friends liked the White Sox, so I thought I had to. Um, but I was like, the Oreos. And I kept like trying to find like <laughs> Oreos baseball team. And I thought my dad was like watching like secret baseball. I'm like, who are the Oreos? I didn't learn until much later in life. It was the Orioles. That's and it was heard. That's hilarious. That sounds that sounds like like in NASCAR, all those companies that sponsor the cars. What if that's how it was for baseball teams? And the Orioles sponsor sponsor. Oh my gosh, the Baltimore Orioles. Who would sponsor the Mariners? Uh some knockoff company. No, probably Microsoft. Actually, oh, if we're going lo- location wise, yeah, probably. Oh, it makes sense. They would. They would probably sponsor them, the Seattle Microsofts. Yeah. Do you think it would be a, a, a camera company that sponsored the Astros? <laughs> I think it would be. Ah, or maybe a garbage company. Ooh. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Um, oh, what is that? I can't think of the garbage service now. There's um, Republic. Yeah, the... Oh, actually, the Houston Republic would be kind of a cool team name. That sounds like a soccer name, right? I'd be yeah, I kind of like that. All right, let's not give Houston any any accolades God. here. I was trying to make a joke. Let's not start complimenting them. Yeah. But, uh, okay. Anyway. All right. Uh, let's move on to the National League, I suppose. Which can we? No, I I was gonna say let's start off with the West, but I want to save the West for last. Me too, man. The West is gonna be, I think, where some of the most exciting baseball is coming from. I I totally agree. Um, I guess let's start in the East. Opposite. All right. So I think, like I just said, the I think the most exciting baseball is coming from the West. I think the most competitive baseball is coming from the NL East this year. This division is really good. Uh, th- this was hard for me to pick. I do have the Braves winning it uh, coming out on top. They are coming off that NLDS last year where they blew a 3-1 lead to the Dodgers. and Or maybe that was the NLCS. I can't remember. But they blew a 3-1 lead to the Dodgers nonetheless. Shocker, an Atlanta team blew a lead. (laughs) I figured you'd appreciate that. Uh, They have Freddie Freeman. He is one of the best first basemen in this whole league. Ronald Acuna Jr. in in the outfield. They got pitchers like Ian Anderson, Drew Smiley. This team is really, really good. I they won the division last year. I don't see any reason why they can't again um, and make a pretty decently deep playoff run. So I've got the Braves. Braves at the top for me. Yeah, I I see my top two teams, the Braves and the Marlins, potentially flopping. But I do agree. I think the Braves eke out the Marlins. I I think I'm just kind of a sucker for Florida teams a little bit. I've always had a soft spot in my heart for the Marlins, and I would like to see them take that first-place mantle, but I, I don't think they're quite there yet. So I, uh, you might not like me for saying this, 
Um, and um, I believe me, I have a soft spot in my heart for the Marlins too. I really like that franchise. They're a historically very interesting franchise. One of the most interesting franchises in all of professional sports, in my opinion. But uh, this division being as stacked as it is, I I have the Marlins finishing last. Really? I do. And I'm sorry. I don't like saying it. And, and it's not like a last in the same way Baltimore was last. Yeah, like, it's last because someone has to be. Someone has to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, and I, the Marlins, they were one of my, uh, darlings in the playoffs last year. I loved watching them beat the Cubs. I was really rooting for them against the, who'd they even play in the second round? The pod? No, it wasn't the Padres. I don't remember, but I was rooting for them in the playoffs. Um, they do have, uh, Sixto Sanchez, probably the team's best pitcher. He did pitch a complete game last year and, he did finish the season with 33 strikeouts. So he's definitely something exciting to watch, but I just look at the talent on these other teams in this division and it's, it's hard for me to pick the Marlins, but again, this Marlins team overcame so much last year to even get to a chance to be in the playoffs. Remember the COVID outbreak they had? Oh, that's right. I, man, I, this ba- that last baseball season was crazy. It was. And the fact that they even made the playoffs was incredible that I a hundred percent would love to see them back in the playoffs. If they do get in, I see it definitely as a wild card, um, not as the division winner, but my second place team is actually the Mets this year. Really? Yeah. Uh, I just love Jacob deGrom. I think he's one of the best pitchers in the league and not enough people talk about him like as much as they should. Uh, he's picked by many, uh, at least by me, maybe that's not many, but I've seen a few people think he's going to win the Cy Young Award for the NL this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, he finished last year with a 2.38 ERA. He's just captain consistent. And consistent. I like that. Uh, I just really like this Mets team. I think they're going to be exciting. They got a new owner now. Sometimes that translates into stuff on the diamond. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, but I've got the Mets coming in second, but again, right there with them is Philadelphia and Washington, you know, Philadelphia, the Phillies have Bryce Harper that automatically makes them competitive on the offensive side of the ball. But my question for them is their pitching and more specifically their bullpen, because last year their bullpen had a combined ERA of over seven. That's really not good. Uh, so that that's going to be something that needs fixed in Philadelphia uh, I have them coming in third in the division. I have Washington coming in fourth. Uh, kind of weird to say for a team that just two years ago won the World Series. Uh, they do have Juan Soto. Soto is one of the most exciting players in the game right now. He led the league last year in on-base percentage and in slugging percentage. He was second in the league with his batting average. Uh, and then, you know, they've got guys like Max Serger pitching Steven Strasburg who's back from that injury he'll be pitching too so the Nationals are still a really talented team uh this could be a division this year and it it might be a hot take but again that's what we do here uh that all five of these teams finish above 500 yeah I I can definitely agree with that yeah so the NL East it's going to be right down to the wire it might not get decided until the last day so uh, I guess if you've got nothing else for them that'll bring us to the central yeah let's move to the central uh, there is good news for Mariners fans. We will not be the worst team in the league this year. <laughs> uh, that, that accolade will go to the Pittsburgh pirates. Holy cow. This team is bad. This team. Yeah. Is uh, it's, bad. um, <laughs> uh, yeah, 
it's uh, it's rough to be a Pittsburgh fan of anything right now. True. How are the Penguins doing? I don't know. Actually, God, how are the Penguins? Okay, I gotta look this up. But you keep going. I'm gonna look up the <laughs> how the Penguins are doing. Uh, we'll start. We'll get Pittsburgh out of the way. The Pirates they were last in the league last year. They somehow got worse from that. They traded away Josh Bell and Joe Musgrove. Uh, I don't have much to say other than that. They are someone should have told them that the tanking only should last a season. You know, now, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with this team. They're going to be bad. They're going to be last in their division. I think they're probably going to be last in the league. I will see this season as an absolute win for the Mariners. If we finish above them. So, um, Penguins not doing bad this year, actually they're third in the East uh, with 23 wins, 11 losses. Um, not, not bad. Not, All right. not bad. They're on a four win streak right now. Okay. Penguins holding Pittsburgh together. <laughs> the only thing that is right now. Uh, also, I have not unfortunately been paying attention to hockey this year nearly enough. Cause I've just been swamped with stuff right now. God, I know that Buffalo's bad. Well, I think they've won like six uh, games all year. Yeah, they're six and twenty-three. Oh man, <laughs> the jokes I've seen are yeah. I know that Buffalo's bad, so uh, I yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, in this division, Pittsburgh bad. Do you have anything to say with that? Also, um, God, Pittsburgh very bad. Hey, at least they have one of the prettiest parks in the whole league. I love Pittsburgh. That's true. Park. It's beautiful. Um. This is another division, though, that I think is fairly competitive, to yeah. be honest. So if you want to jump to the top, uh, who do you have winning this division? I think the Cubbies. Really? It's partially because I have a student – well, I had a student. She graduated last year, but was a was a big Cubs fan. Uh, so I feel like I have to choose the Cubs. Okay. Uh, I have the Cubs coming in third, kind of in the same – Although you could really flip them with second in the Cardinals, I think. I have the Brewers winning this division. I would like to see that. I, it's, I like the Brewers. Yeah, they're, they're a fun team. Uh, I really like Christian Yellick. He is a fun, fun player to watch. I know he won the uh, NL MVP a few years ago. Maybe it was the whole league. I can't remember, but he had a really good season. He is definitely one of the best players in the game right now. Uh they also have guys like Jackie Bradley Jr., Lorenzo Kane, who was part of that Royals World Series team we talked about a while ago. Colton Wong is over at second base now. They got him from the Cardinals. Uh, they got our big boy from Seattle, Daniel Vogelbeck, one of my favorite guys to watch on the Mariners over the last few seasons. He is now a brewer. Um, I don't see any reason why this team can't at least compete for first place in the Central, if not take it. The other team I see right there with them like I just mentioned, is the Cardinals. They got the deal of baseball this offseason when they got third baseman Nolan Arenado from the Rockies. And they got $51 million on top of that from the Rockies <laughs> because the Rockies are stupid. And I'm sorry, Daniel and Kyle, if you're listening, but I don't think you can disagree with me on this. Uh, I can't wait to get a random Snapchat from Daniel just saying, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm going to have, it's going to be like a week from now. And I'm going to be like, what are you talking about? Man, that I just, I'm so baffled by that. The, the Rockies traded away one of their best players ever uh, to the Cardinals on top of $51 million. It's not the most intelligent thing. No, I've, I've definitely done. heard of smarter moves and I'm a Mariners fan. 
Uh, they re-signed Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina. That's huge. Uh, talking about guys coming back for the umpteenth time. Molina's coming back for his 18th year. Jeez. Yeah, that's a long time to play baseball. And then Paul Goldschmidt, he uh, he's still there. So that's going to be – the Cardinals are just – they're kind of like we talked about with the Yankees. They're the more lovable version of perennial consistency. Uh, they seem to be make the playoffs more often than they miss it. This is a really good team. I expect them to be – right there in the mix again this year right on all right and then i've got the cubs uh coming in third i really like the cubs still i think they're a really talented team still but they have they've lost some big name guys and some big name pitchers to be specific they lost john lester and you darvish you darvish went over to the dodgers we'll talk about that in a minute but they still do have guys on the offensive side of the ball like rizzo chris bryant uh javier baez and they have David Ross as their manager, which I think is super cool, who played for them when they won the World Series in 2016. Now he's their manager. I love stuff like that. Uh, remember, they made the playoffs last year. They did get swept by the Marlins in that wild card series, that uh, best of three series the league implemented last year for the extended playoff. But Chicago, they're, I wouldn't be surprised if they end up making the playoffs in the National League. They're always at least as of late, they've been right there in it. So, mm-hmm. and then in fourth, that leaves Cincinnati, since we already talked about Pittsburgh. Uh, they also lost a big name guy, Trevor Bauer. Um, they lost him to the Dodgers as well. <laughs> so that's, that hurts them. And he was, I hate to say it, one of the only things that made them exciting last year. Uh, that was a team that also made the extended playoff, got beat pretty quickly. I don't see them making the playoffs this year. I think they've just lost too much. I don't think they have the talent to compete with Chicago, St. Louis, or Milwaukee, but they'll be better than Pittsburgh. Fair enough. Uh, it's, I think most everybody will be better than Pittsburgh. God, I'm hoping we are. I it, sure could be, it could be close with the Rockies, though. I'm not going to lie. It could be close. Oh, yeah. We'll get to All right, that. Well, let's talk about the, the West then, because Slam Diego. I knew you wanted to talk about them. Take it away. They're, they're just such a fun team to watch right now. Um, and I I think, you know, they're going to be back in the playoffs. They're my they're – my, we were kind of talking about it before the podcast. They're my sleeper pick to win it all, actually. Um, I think, uh, you know, that's partially because I just like them. And I, I am seriously considering buying a Slam Diego shirt because, like I said, they're they're a fun team to watch. It's it's a yeah. blast. Uh, they are super fun. They are I, I, they are the best thing that has happened to this sport in a long time. Quite honestly, yeah. I love that they're bucking the. There's there's a time and place for tradition, but there's also some things that need to be moved on from, and. Um, they they are making baseball more exciting. Oh yeah. I think that guys like Fernando Tatis, uh, who they just gave that just unbelievably monster deal to 14 years, $330 million, uh, unfathomable numbers really, but he creates a brand of baseball for this team and for the league that I think attracts a younger audience, which baseball is something, or that's something that baseball desperately needs Mm -hmm. Younger audience. That's where leagues like the NFL and the NBA have thrived where baseball has not. Uh, Tatis is really good for this league. This team is really good for this league. 
Uh, I lied earlier when I said you Darvish went to the Dodgers. I was thinking of the other really good team in the West. It was the Padres. That's where he is now. So uh, I apologize for that one. They have Manny Machado though. They have Eric Hosmer, another guy who was on that Royals world series team. Uh, this team is talented. They got in Blake Snell too. Like I said, from the Rays, they are loaded up. And I think the only thing that this team might, want to do just as badly as winning a world series is to beat the Dodgers. It almost feels like that's what they're doing to me is loading up to beat the Dodgers in this division. This is going to be such a fun rivalry all year. I mean, those games are going to be, I think high scoring uh, chippy affairs between the Dodgers and the Padres. That being said, I have the Dodgers winning the division. It's going to be close. It's probably going to come down to the last week of September before it's decided. Uh, but there is just so much raw talent on the Dodgers team that I cannot pick against them to win this division. Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, Corey Seager, Justin Turner, uh, Trevor Bauer, who they brought in from the Reds. Like I said, they still have David Price. They still have Clayton Kershaw. This team didn't win the world series last year for no reason. Uh, they're going to be really, really, really stinking good again this year but I'm excited to watch that rivalry with Slam Diego. So I have the Dodgers coming in first, the Padres coming in second as a wild card team, but I have those same Padres, that same wild card team, just like you, sir, as my dark horse to win the World Series this year. I would love to see it. I have the Padres over the Yankees as much as I would. Woo! I don't want to even see the Yankees there, but uh, if if they do, let's hope that whoever gets in from the National League can do the Lord's work. And then right below those two teams, the top tier teams in that division, uh, I have San Francisco coming in third. The Giants, they still do have some guys from their World Series runs. They have Brandon Belt. They have Buster Posey. They have Brandon Crawford, but they're all aging. They're nowhere near what they used to be, I don't think. I think Posey is still one of the league's best catchers, but pitching is now a concern for this team. It's weird to say for a team that used to have Madison Bumgarner, but they don't anymore. He's with the Diamondbacks. Uh, Logan Webb, he could be really exciting for them. He had 17 strikeouts and just one walk in four starts during spring training this year. So he, he could be a guy to look out for. Uh, this is actually who our Mariners play to open the season starting tonight. Ooh, excellent. Yeah, I'm super excited for the game. I've been looking forward to just sitting down and watching a baseball game. Um, I'm excited to watch the Giants play the Mariners. I think the Giants finished third in the division, like I said. Behind them, I have Arizona, who I just mentioned now has Madison Bumgarner. Although last year, Bumgarner didn't have the banner year. He had a 6.48 ERA. That's really not great. Uh, although he is aging too. Uh, they have Cole Calhoun. They have Asdrubal Cabrera in their lineup. They can be competitive, but like I said, they're just in this tier below. Uh, before we get to the Rockies, how, how are my rankings comparing to yours? Um, pretty much the same, honestly. Okay, cool. Uh, if, uh, if you're ready, we can rag on the Rockies now. Yeah, let's rag on the Rockies. All right. I, and again, to our Rocky fan friends out there, there's a couple of you. We know that we're just Mariners fans here and we don't have a whole lot of room to talk, but I really think we're going to at least finish above the Rockies this year. I don't really want to bash on the Nolan Arenado thing anymore. 
we kind of did what we were talking about the Cardinals, but God, I just still can't believe it. Like how, how do you do that? Like, it's clear to me, I, we both watch urinating tree on YouTube. He's talking. Yes. About this. Um, oh yeah. He said this, so this isn't an original idea from us, but it's clear that the Rockies are only concerned with filling seats and making money. Like they, they this is a business that just so happens to play baseball. <laughs> and it's not even a business that's run that well. Uh, they just, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I I'd say their best player now is likely Trevor story, their shortstop. And it, I don't think it's going to be too long before he's out the door too. Yeah, that's, that's a fair analysis. And I think Rock, the Rockies franchise and the Rockies fans are going to be in for some Mariner-esque pain for a little while. And the good news for them is they kind of know what it's like, although at least that franchise has been to a World Series. They've made the playoffs recently, so mm-hmm. they can't uh, complain too much. Speaking of, I was just thinking, we've got us two who are Mariners fans. We're going to have the two boys on in a couple weeks, Kyle, Mitchell, and Daniel, who we've had on before. They're both Rockies fans. We're going to have them on for the NFL draft episode. I'm thinking we need to make a little bet. See, uh, bet that the Mariners will finish better than the Rockies this year. See if they'll take that bait. Yeah, I I like that. We'll we'll, we'll ask them in a couple weeks. I know they're both uh, listening. So Daniel and Kyle, you didn't hear this. Yeah, no, you skipped this part. (laughs) We say after we've said it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) We're not good at this. No, no. Uh, yeah, Rocky's going to be bad, but again, I think the Mariners are going to be pretty bad too. So we can suffer together. I'm, I'm just, can, that that's the only thing that's, we can take, uh, yeah. solace in. True. I'm just excited. Baseball's back, man. I've been looking forward to this for so long. Um, and I'm just I'm super excited. I don't even care that the Mariners are going to be terrible because I've already come to accept that. So uh, if you've got nothing else on baseball, I certainly don't. I I am baseballed up. Um, I my 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 poor attempts at commentary were the extent of my knowledge. You were fine. You were fine. Uh, let's talk in the remaining time we have before we do our shoutouts about the newly expanded NFL season. Now approved yes. to be seventeen games. They've added those extra games for every team each game is going to be i found it interesting an afc versus nfc game uh i i guess that's i wondered how they were going to handle that because the way they did the schedule before was you obviously played all of the teams in your conference that finished the same as you within division so you know next year for example the bucks will play all the second place teams because you guys were the wild card the two uh seattle will play all the ones but I wondered how they were going to add that extra game. And I guess it makes the most sense to add an interconference game. Um, the only thing I don't like about it is now that it means with 17 games that half the teams in the league are going to get one more home game and half the teams are going to have to play one more road game. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know what else you do though. I mean, I personally think they should have left it alone, but you know, that... um, I wonder if the way they're going to fix that quote unquote is doing more of the special area games like the Mexico City games, London, expand those. Um, You know, there's always talk of trying to get 
you know, kind of expansion into other areas. Maybe they're going to look at Canada or um, Canada. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I didn't really think of that. That is true. They could, and I know that this league is looking at expanding anyway. Uh, the COVID situation has obviously made that pretty difficult over the last year. But, um, and, and then you have players, a lot of players actually, who are just not thrilled with this decision at all. You had J.J. Watts speaking out against it, saying, how can the league preach so much about player safety and say they're for player safety when they add a whole nother game? Yeah, and that's when you have teams already, you know, they sit their key players at the end of the year if they're making a playoff run. Um, that's the teams are cognizant of the fact that the more games a player plays, the more likely they are get to, to get hurt, which is an unfortunate, you know, reality of the game. The more you play, the more chances you're putting yourself out there to have something happen. And so they, they sit their players, which is a smart choice. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I don't know why I'm trying to rephrase what JJ Watts already said so well, but they're, they're putting the players at more risk. It's I, as a football fan, I'm happy because more football as more of a pragmatist that, you know, as a fan of these players, I guess I it's, it's tough because you already have such big injuries that happen, you know, that are, season and career ending injuries that that happen to players that train every day for this career that happen regardless of how much you prepare and you're adding you know a whole other game for that exactly um my biggest thing too is just outside of the injury argument which is a a very valid argument is it it's watering down the importance of some games. I hate to say it, but between Mm -hmm. adding the extra playoff team last year and now adding the extra game to the regular season this year, uh, you're going to have more meaningless games by the end. And you're going to have, you know, it just, it's not, I don't think it's good. I don't like it quite frankly. I mean, I like that we get more football. That's always good, I guess, but I don't like at what what's being sacrificed for it, I guess. And I can see this this turning into a thing where, you know, now with this extra week, the Super Bowl is going to be played in the second weekend in February. And it's, I get that this is, you know, it's a business. I know that. And anyone who doesn't think that about the NFL is just burying their head in the sand. It's obviously a business, but yeah. I just wonder when enough's going to be enough. And for these owners, I don't think that point's ever going to hit. So no. And that's, you know, we've talked about the XFL on the show before and spring football leagues and other football leagues in general have had a really tough time taking off. But if the NFL continues to go to this direction, um, pushing more games, um, pushing for more and more money and the owners doing this, we're we will eventually see another football league, I think, take off and really get some legs if they can offer, you know, competitive experiences with, you know, if they if they can provide, you know, I, I don't want to say competitive salaries because that's going to be very tough, but 
we we will eventually see one take off, I think, because at a certain point, and I think s- several players are going to be like, I don't want to take this crap anymore. So here, yeah, I agree with you. What it's going to really take for a startup league like that to take off is it's the TV deals. Yeah, uh, that's where it's big. If it looks real, and when I say real, I mean like what we're used to seeing in terms of high-end college football in the NFL. If it looks like that, which is something the XFL did right in its second iteration, it did that really well with its deals with Fox. Um, so that, yeah, it's as far as the NFL goes, it's just getting like I said, it's watered down. Is starting to be what it feels like to me. Um, but I guess we're here now. There's no use complaining about it either. Uh, those extra games they added. I don't know if you want to talk about ours briefly. Uh, like I was telling you, the bucks got the Colts and we got the Steelers. So, yeah. Um, one thing before we move on, one thing that I think a spring league or an expansion league or something could do to succeed is try to cut a deal with streaming services. That's the, the NFL is slowly coming to that. They they've got now deals for um, Amazon. I think now has like is Thursday able to stream night. all the yeah the Thursday night games, but that's it. It is hard as heck to stream NFL games. If if a new um, league comes into existence and they can strike a deal with Hulu for oh. like their basic play or their basic payment plan to stream those sports or they don't have to sign up for the tv deal which is like 40 bucks a month huge huge yeah definitely i agree with you there definitely or god go the way of the i i, I want to talk about this at some point too it's the uh gosh what is it called it's it's a indoor arena football league oh is it the fan the fan controlled yeah the fan controlled one that's tough you know wild man it's crazy oh i don't know if you saw it you should definitely look it up johnny manzel is in that league oh he he, he had the laziest like he (sighs) attempted quote unquote to recover a fumble and it's the laziest play. I have not seen that, but oh my god! They snap, the, quote unquote, snap the ball off a stool. <laughs> There's not even a center. Oh man! Oh god. okay. Let, let back on track. What What do you think of your bonus game with the Colts? Um, excuse me. I'm a little. Uh, I'm low key worried about the Colts because I think they're always kind of a sneaky good team as of late and i say as of late as in like the past two three years mm-hmm. um i it, it's kind of kind of depend on where carson wentz is because if he's back to mvp caliber by the grace of god then we could we could be in trouble but if he continues to play like he was in philly i think uh i think our defense can kind of feast yeah definitely I agree with you. Uh, as far as our game with Pittsburgh goes, uh, I kind of like it. Uh, we've talked about the drama that is the Steelers. Uh, ben Roethlisberger is nothing special anymore. I would <laughs> like to think that even our defense, whatever that's going to look like next year, can handle that. Again, this is all way too early stuff, but uh, I found it interesting that we got the Steelers. Uh, I would definitely have rather taken them than like the Chiefs, who they got paired up with Green Bay for that extra game. But uh, that's going to be a good game, by the way. But, uh, yeah, just this extra week of football 
still not sure if I'm a fan of it. I'm sure I will be when that extra week comes around because I love watching football, obviously. But yeah, uh, we're about out shout out time, sir. Let's let's. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Um, with so much going on, I we didn't get to talk too much about March Madness. I want to shout out. Um, I'm bad because I don't know his first name, but Timmy on the Zags. Um, because he has made me a believer of the unstoppable Gonzaga powerhouse. The kid is a sophomore and plays like crazy. Um, Watching their game against USC the other day, he had like three turnovers. Like he, he forced three turnovers in the first quarter. And every time USC like, gave him an opportunity he took it and he scored yeah but it 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 was he he is an incredible player so um uh, the zags whole starting lineup also incredible but that kid has just made me a believer he's been playing out of his mind (laughs) so his name is drew timmy drew Uh, timmy that's right i because i said earlier i remember now yeah i "I don't know if i can trust him he's got two first names Uh, Timmy is excellent, man. That whole lineup for the Zags is so fun right now. Jalen Suggs, Corey Kispert, they're all just so unbelievably talented. This team is stacked. I love their coach, Mark Few. He is my favorite coach in college basketball besides Dana Altman at Oregon. I've said it before. Mark Few is just a guy that knows how to win. He built what he's able to to have done at Gonzaga over the last 20 years is, is actually unbelievable. Um, they are technically a mid-major school. Okay. I'd like to remind people of that, but yeah. they are a perennial contender for the national title. That is unheard of in this sport. And it will probably never be done again. Uh, that's a school that mind you, doesn't even have a football program. Yep. So, uh, Gonzaga. Uh, now you see why they are my pick to win it all. Yes. Yes. Yes, I wish I would have seen this before. Well, they've got a date with UCLA on Saturday. Another Pac-12 team should be a good game. UCLA, kind of a Cinderella right now. Went from the first four to the final four. Um, My shout-out is also in March Madness, or that he was in March Madness. Sadly, he is not anymore. He is one one of the boys from Oral Roberts. Max Ace Miss. That young man, I just read a stat the other day that made him my shout out. Since the start of their conference tournament, Oral Roberts's, he has started and played in every minute of every game. That is six games, 245 total minutes of basketball. He's played every last one of them. That is crazy. That is rather insane. He has not been substituted out at all obviously a huge reason why oral roberts was able to make the cinderella run they made was the play of him but man that's just baffles me really he's just been able to go 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 the kid must be exhausted now that they're finally done no kidding yeah and one of those games went to overtime mind you so you got an extra five minutes there too uh that's my shout out fair enough i I respect that shout out. All right. Uh, two March Madness shout outs, a little bit of basketball. I like it. I like it. It feels like we had a yeah. well-rounded show this time. We talked baseball. We brought in hockey a little bit. 
talked about the NFL, rounded it out with some basketball. We hit the big four. The big four, yeah. <laughs> um, that's what you come here for, for a well-rounded sports podcast by a couple of guys that sometimes know what they're talking about, barely. Yeah, we'll have to listen back uh, at the end of the baseball season and see how far off we were with some of this. But 100%. <laughs> uh, true. Well, uh, I think that is about going to do it for us. Uh, we are probably close to our time, if not over it. Thank you all for listening for another episode of the Expansion Buddies podcast. Be sure to check us out on Twitter if you haven't yet. We're at the Expansion BU1. You can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, really wherever uh, you get your podcasts. You can find our two lovely voices there for you if you so choose to listen. We appreciate you all listening, though, uh, for tuning in. We will be back for you next week with who knows what, but we'll be there on Thursday. Uh, And never forget. Party like it's 1976.